welcome to 2021. We're having a bit of a late start to our 2021 in terms of our podcast, obviously. But we are back. Yes. Our third above. Yes, we're here <laughs> before February. <laughs> and we've had tons and tons of questions from you all, um, just from our Instagram and DMs, which is absolutely brilliant. So today we thought uh, we'd answer some of them yes. because New Year, why not? <laughs> Right, well, who's going to answer first? You want to read them out? You want to get uh, started? You go sure. first. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything you would love to do that you haven't done yet in the industry? Uh, in the industry? Uh, yes, actually. I would like to produce a TV show, whether it be um, a reality show, actually. I think I'd like to produce a reality show because I've done music, I've been a producer on film. Um, and yeah, I think that that would be my next venture, I think. Oh, excellent. And how about you? Um, that I haven't done. I would like to I would like to kind of combine my musical stuff with my store my writing that isn't directly connected with music, even if the music would be a part of like the story, the play, the film, whatever it would become. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see one of those sort of story-led projects of mine manifested with music kind of being in the background okay who knew I wasn't when I saw that question I was like "Mm, don't know if I could answer it but (laughs) I could that's that's what happens when you don't think about things too much just answer (laughs) just what's straight at the shooting from the hip um okay question number two was um have there been any regrets over the years and how do you deal with them Oh, you go first. <laughs> um, oh, regrets in which subject matter? <laughs> ah, hang uh, on, they didn't say. So. They didn't specify. Okay, oh. so let's do um, life stuff first and then we'll do music stuff. <laughs> um, I think it's probably things that a lot of people have felt like, oh, if I wish I hadn't sold my flat that came with the garage because if I still had that now, things like that. Um I suppose maybe not saying, oh, not saying yes to some things, but equally actually not saying no to some things. So I think the balance of it, or when I think about it, regret is not a thing that comes to mind. It's usually something a bit more like, oh, maybe I wish I hadn't said yes to that thing. But I'd much rather say yes than no, generally speaking, especially in my kind of formative years when I was still finding my way and feeling the edges. I think it's saying yes is you know, generally the way forward rather than no. Ah, and actually I I totally agree with you. I can't actually say I've had any regrets because um, whatever I've done and decisions I've made have made me who I am today. So um, I'm pretty happy with who I am today. So, I, yeah, no regrets for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also what might have felt like a regret you know, five years ago, 10 years, 50, or however long ago, once you're like truly on the other side of it and you're in a good place, it doesn't feel like a bad thing anymore. So, you know, there's always something that can manifest into something else with the passage of time and growth. Nice. And keep it growing. Yeah. There you go then. Like that. Like that. Um, I'll read this one. Okay. So what is your or Dee's most memorable moments of life? Go on then. <laughs> memorable moment. Well, that's a tough one. Okay, so the most memorable moment, it just is 
having my daughter. That is the most the most weird, strange, <laughs> uh, painful, uh, gorgeous, beautiful. All the words, all the good words. Um, that's yeah. That I, that's that comes to mind. That's my that's my most memorable. Um, if it's memorable to do with uh, work. Um, yeah, being on stage, um, I guess. Oh, the most memorable was probably playing uh, at the Olympics with George Michael. That was pretty special because the Olympics mm. is just you know something in our life, and to be a part of it and to be a part of the ceremony and uh, get to work, you know, with George there, which is you know he's my favourite mm. person to work with. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I think yeah, those two things, baby and George. Yeah. <laughs> Baby George, baby George. Um, yeah, I think kind of the birth and deaths, actually, of loved ones. So having my two children, obviously, you know, you're never the same once you're a parent and then you're never the same once you're a parent again. And, you know, it's just you, you can't imagine the stretch of your heart and the love and the intensity of emotions you feel. So I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Um, but in terms of music and career... Um, yeah, probably the live stuff seems the most memorable because you're really in the moment and you're having this experience that you can't say, oh, can we take that again? You know, so um, being on stage at Glastonbury, which mm. was amazing with Reef and just seeing a sea of people and being with, with this. who? Reef. Oh, Reef. Okay, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. who I loved. They were great guys, a great band, and I loved their music and it was just me with them and they'd never had any other singers live I don't think on the album actually before I worked with them and so it was um yeah a really really amazing experience um what year was that do you remember 2000 maybe I think it was 2000 okay yeah and it was just a sea a sea of people in the daytime with all this kind of Glastonbury type energy that was amazing um was it wet uh, no it was dry (laughs) Yeah, it was dry. Thankfully, I had my wellies prepared as well. But no, it was dry. Um, And then being on stage, oh, actually, the steps of the Sydney Opera House with Jamiroquai. That was amazing. We had a gig that was set up there. And at the end of the gig, they had these astonishing firework display. It was just, we're all standing on the stage with our, you know, jaws open and, and just... It was just amazing. You just felt like you were transported into some kind of galactic experience because you'd just done this amazing gig with a great band and the music was just so in the pocket and so on point. And then you look up at the end in celebration of everything and everyone's feeling that. Um, another Jamiroquai one, which is in the rain. Oh, my God, you've got me on a tangent now. I'm going down <laughs> memory lane. Um, Love that. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, when we did a recorded the DVD in the rain that um, a friend just told me they watched the other day, and I was like, "Oh, let me get that up." Um, so that was funny seeing that again, Aww. and I'm sure I'll think of many more. Yeah, I love the fireworks though. That was, must have been incredible. I actually did. You watch the fireworks of the inauguration, um, Joe yes. Biden. Yeah. Oh, and Katy Perry was singing fireworks. And I was like, okay, this yeah. is like a brilliant... I'm, I'm a massive fan of fireworks. And now I'm thinking, oh, my next big birthday, <laughs> I want that kind of firework display. But how much do you reckon that costs? <laughs> yeah, probably outside of the budget, I'd say. And let's leave it there. <laughs> you have to do a fundraiser, plat- oh, fundraiser platform. Yeah, go fund um, me. 
<laughs> yeah, go fund her. Go fund my fireworks. Dot <laughs> <laughs> <Not> me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, go, well, that's nice. Actually, isn't it amazing how you can kind of like dredge up these memories and it's like you're transported? Yeah, but and also with someone else asking us questions, I actually... I'm enjoying this more because you don't really, you haven't really thought about it. So I don't have to think like, about it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I have to uh, just mention while we're on the just on the inauguration thing that the poet Amanda Gorman, oh who my spoke, God. the poet laureate, and there's it's interesting actually because there's so many elements of what she said that I could take out and recite over and over, and it was super touching and super soulful, and you know so profound. Um, but I actually snapped a little part of it. And uh, it really kind of resonated with what we were talking about when we were, you know, mulling over the idea of doing a podcast or a, or a, a TV show, whatever it was going to be, a radio show. And it, currently it's manifested into being our podcast. But it was this idea of laying down your defences, opening yourself up to the experience, which is kind of what we did when you look back in hindsight to our backing vocal part of our career, at least, is mm-hmm. that thing where you kind of brought in and there's this sort of connective experience and you open yourself up and you do your thing, you give it your all, and then you kind of walk away and who knows what's going to happen with it because it's down to each individual artist and record company or whatever, what they do with it. But um, in this sort of time that we're going through now, these sort of strange shifting times and we're navigating what is becoming a kind of new normal way of living and um, it's very hard to to keep this idea or this this necessary aspect of living which is kind of communicating connecting being around people you know having hugs and all these things that kind of bring us together i think it's really really challenging and she mentioned something in her prose that was um about harmony and about putting your differences aside laying down your arms um reaching out to one another and to seek harm to none and harmony to all and I thought it's it's something that is so much more obvious in music the the aspect of harmony because it literally creates a sound that is identifiable as harmony but in our lives it's kind of hard sometimes to know how to create that harmony and know what it is that takes us away from that sense of being in harmony with ourselves Mm. and others and I think it's really hard with this you know, mask wearing, can't see people, it is hard. can't hug, you know. this Can't see people's smiles. Can't see people's smiles. You can't see someone smiling at you. Yeah. yeah. And this sense of fear when you kind of walk down the street as well that, mm. that you get mm. from people that are, you know, I understand it, but it's, I just hope that it's, um, it's not something that we maintain from this pandemic is that mm. sense of disconnection. I hope it makes us recognise how precious it is in our lives. And that I we... think people are, are aching to, to get back to normal. So I, I think, you know, we're, we're quite, you know, touchy-feely, huggy people. So mm. it's, it's probably, um, you know, it stands out more to us, I guess. There are a lot of people that actually don't like to be hugging people. There's a friend of mine who's actually really happy that you have to do the elbow because she doesn't actually like to be touched. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we're yeah, not yeah. those people, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I know. It makes you just want to grab them anyway, doesn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. You need to be touched. No, I don't. Actually, I'm totally fine without it. So anyway, moving on. Moving on. So the um, one more question was uh, one or more 
persons who have touched your heart and why? Hmm. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it's it's very hard. I mean, so many people in small ways, big ways. And then there's, if I say someone, then I'll get off of here and I think, oh, no, hold on. That person touched me even more. So I feel like I would be doing it injustice to to name anyone out so I'm going to take the easy route and I'm going to go for my children oh and me too my children my children my not children I only have one my children Um, although she seems like many children um yeah my child Carly and my mother I guess yeah I have to say yeah my family definitely my siblings you know in many ways yeah that that sense of family that's that's a huge thing for sure (laughs) okay you go (laughs) okay if you were not a singer and I know your resume entails more nice detail but if you were not in the industry what other things would you pursue and are you doing so now Mm mm-hmm this could take some time um (laughs) yes actually you know what um I'm actually sitting in a, a room now that uh, I kind of helped design um, along with my brother, who is mm-hmm. an incredible electrician, and the lights in the room are amazing. And obviously lighting is everything. So, <laughs> lighting. Uh, lighting and power <laughs> are everything. But I actually really like design, home, like home renovations, that kind of thing. I think I could kind of, yeah, definitely get on board with that. I'll have to find myself a boyfriend who's like a property owner and then I could help with... Just put hey, a plug we're out not there plugging for a your personal life on here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. About, Why not? We're plugging. Plug you? away. Um, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you are very good at it. You've definitely created some lovely spaces. Um, uh, I forget what the question is now. Okay, you just said. Um, what else would you? Yeah, would you I do? mean, I you know my writing. I suppose I'm very interested in um, music therapy uh, and sound and frequency and vibration and the, you know the conscious subconscious kind of where they meet in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, th- those kinds of things. I'm very interested, in. and I, I feel like I kind of sort of weave them into my life I suppose but it would be nice to make it into something that's a bit more um of of a thing that maybe other people can relate to Mm. um, well maybe we can do something like that together too yes exactly who knows in a room filled with lights and power (laughs) (laughs) and lots of lovely colors and lots of lovely colors um okay so I think this is the last one um, I have here. Um, so how do you keep emotionally grounded during this time and what advice would you give to others um, who are both in the industry and not in the industry? You go. I th- well, <laughs> I think, I think I I've probably, like, laboured over that in an earlier thing, which I went off on a tangent, which is what I <laughs> tend to do. But um, I think to keep emotionally grounded, I think literally, you know, get your feet on the ground, you know, go and be in nature and, you know, try to connect with people, 
even within the realms of our current restrictions, you know, you can go on a walk. Mm. It's actually become like the new rave in my mind. It's like, oh, let's go <laughs> raving by like walking in the woods. Um, and I'm fortunate <laughs> in that I have lots of beautiful spaces that are, you know, you feel like you're very immersed in nature within a kind of walking distance from where I live. So I feel very lucky to have that. Mm. Um, so I kind of wait for breaks in the weather. I don't mind the cold, the rain, eh, not so much. But the if rain, it's cold, not so rain, much. Yeah. No. Today was really beautiful, though. The Today sky was, was completely blue. Really cold, but, yeah, I, I don't mind the cold yeah. at all, actually. I think that it is difficult for people, and, and we are... Well, you know, we're both, you know, very fortunate, very lucky. We've got, you know, good space, and, you know, we, we have family that we're living with. But it, it must be difficult for people, one, who are on their own, or two, if you don't have space or, you, you know, you're in a, a, an apartment or somewhere where you don't have, yeah. you know, easy access to get outside. You know, we have gardens and, yeah. and you know, quite nice spaces around where we live. So, mm. um, yeah, it must be, must be very difficult. But I do think that it's important to get out and move just because it's too, so t- too easy to, you know, sit on your bed and watch Netflix and, you know, you can do that in the evening, but it's good to get out, get some fresh air. Just even if you're seeing other people, masks, no masks, mm. you know, uh, everyone should be wearing a mask now so that we can get over this. But I think it's good. Just say hi to people. You can social distance, meet, you know, a friend in the park or, you know, mm. stick to the rules. But, you know, I, I think if you're too afraid of it I think it can be detrimental to your health really mm. so yeah um, and in terms of sort of being a in, in terms of kind of creating something you know it's a part of the question I'm just having a look is it in and, in and out of the industry I mean whether you're in the industry or not just kind of creating something I think is a very um a fulfilling healthy yeah. and yeah well it's, a, it's it I think it just helps to make you feel something that is can be created within yourself. It doesn't have to be like I can open my mouth and sing anytime. Exactly. Maybe no one else hears me or no one sees me on TV and I'm not wearing like a, you know, a lovely outfit or whatever. But the actual process of singing, I can do, you know, and I can record it into my phone and listen back if I want to and maybe stick a harmony on. You know, we don't always do that, even people that sing like us. But you are able to do that. So just don't forget that that's something within your power. If, you, if you're breathing, you don't even need to be able to walk, you know, like this, it's a very easily accessible thing if you've got, if you can put yourself in the right mindset. Yeah, totally. Stick so some music on, sing yeah. loud, dance around. Yeah. And for people yeah. in the industry, it is hard for, for us that are used to God, performing, really used to having an audience. So, yeah. and, and I'm somewhat probably... Um, a lot of artists are doing a lot of um, Instagram lives, Facebook lives. Mm. And I, I, I get it because at least they're getting some instant feedback from even if it's people typing or, you know, they know there's someone mm. out there. And, and that that is, you know, I think all artists need that. I think it's really mm. odd to perform with no audience. Again, going back to this uh, inauguration in, in the US, all the performers, there, there were no audience. So it, it, I was thinking, wow, are they still going to be able to, you know, get the same emotion out and deliver? But, you know, they did. They all did, like, amazing. It was such an incredible yeah. um, day. I'm glad that, I'm glad that um, that, day's, that day's come, finally. 
Yeah, and they do know how to put on a good show, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in spite of all the, you know, unrest going on, it's like, whoa, you've really pulled out the production. The fireworks were just off the charts. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was a, it was pleasurable from an entertaining point of view, aside from all of the politics. Yes, exactly. Um, and it was a nice kind of wrapping up to, you know, a very challenging 2020, that's for sure. Yeah. Wow, 2021. Well, listen, we got it together. We did it. (laughs) We did. We did do it. I know. I actually really enjoyed the questions, guys. So if you have more, definitely um, check us out a third above on Instagram. And you can DM us your um, any questions. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be about music. It can be about life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And we just kind of chose a few. So there are some more that we can maybe wade through and put together. But we thought this gave a, a nice kind of range. Um, and yes, we'd love to answer your questions. We're very much shooting from the hip here. We want it to feel like you're in the room with us and, you know, get some of that sister energy, that sister love. Um, you know, especially now, probably more than ever. So tune in, keep staying tuned in and let us know what you think. Cool. Bye. And we'll see you next time. 